200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, I'm Jim Dudley. Hey, Jim. Um, in late November, uh, we had an interesting uh, incident in which four Good Samaritans, one of them, I believe, was an off-duty sheriff's deputy. I'm not entirely clear on that, but that's the way the story read, um, came to the rescue of an officer in Georgia uh, who was trapped inside a burning squad car. And it was plainly apparent from looking at the the photographs of the aftermath of this uh, vehicle crash that because he had two broken legs I think and you know he had suffered all of these various injuries had they not pulled him from the window of that car he would not have gotten out of that car alive um, you know there's in August just a couple months ago um, three good Samaritans came to the aid of a deputy in Los Angeles County uh, I think the LA County Sheriff's Department who was in a potentially deadly struggle with a person who was trying to take his sidearm. So, you know, there's video of these, this officer and this subject, and these three people come in and subdue the subject and help the officer get through that incident, you know, yes. uh, safely. We've talked about this topic before. It's not new or news, although these items that I just told you about are newsworthy. There's a, there's a really interesting balance between accepting the assistance of a civilian in an incident where it, you, you might be in need or asking a civilian saying, hey, look, the best thing that you can do is be a good witness and stay the F back from what's happening right now. So what are some of your thoughts on how citizen involvement, using figure quotes, um, can benefit police or potentially kind of get in the way and or jeopardize that civilian yeah i think the situations dictate what happens next and it's the officer who has to give the okay um, if they want your help um, i know probably a lot of officers would rather deal with the situation if they think they have it in hand and not have to direct or supervise a, a third person involved mm -hmm. so unless things look really dire and out of hand um communicate with the officer, uh, alert the officer that you're there to help, that you're not another yeah. individual piling on or another offender. Uh, don't be distracting. Don't be a victim. Don't use pepper spray unless the officer gives the okay. And if you're in a state or a jurisdiction or you have a CCW and you have a firearm in close quarters, um, again, better get clear communication from the officer. And I, and I would say that as as an officer involved in a in a physical uh, control situation, somebody's got uh, their hand on my gun. I'm going to want that other person kick them in the head, do whatever you can to get them off me, mm -hmm. uh, or at least until I gain the advantage in the situation. But barring that, I would say uh, most likely, and and I'd love to hear from listeners out there. What do you want? Uh, citizens to know when they come up and you're grappling somebody. Mm -hmm. um, maybe from the outside, things don't look really good, but you know you've got a handle on it and 
what are your keywords? Stay back or, mm -hmm. or stay the insert word here mm -hmm. back. And, or uh, what, what's the phrase? What's your elevator speech to get somebody involved to help you? Right, right. Um, you know, I was never sworn. I'm just a civilian supporter of law enforcement. But every time that I see someone, who, especially when it's a single officer involved in a in a stop, I'll always kind of just wave four fingers as I'm going by just to make sure that they're good. Code four, yeah. Code four. Are you good? And if they say I'm good, then great. If right. I don't see four fingers coming back, I'm going to stop. Yeah. And I'm going to just stand back and watch and make sure that I'm kind of their non-sworn cover officer if something goes weird. Right. Um, and I think that that, we're going to talk in another podcast segment in another week or two. I don't remember when it's going to come out about citizen police academies sure. and educating the community about how law enforcement works. What are the tactics? What are the things that they do? So, and again, I, I repeat, I think we said this before we started the taping is that typically speaking, the people who get involved in these things, coming to the aid of an officer, whether it's rescue from fire or dealing with a person who's, you know, a combatant, um, they're either military veterans with some combat experience or some military experience at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. They are Boy Scouts and or athletes, right? These are people who have had some physical training that enables them to have an, a, a capability. And oddly enough, it's the elderly. Like You see 84-year-old guys come into the aid of a 34-year-old cop on right, video right. all the time. Yep. There's They're, that sense of duty. Well, it's, it's their life experience. You know, They didn't get old for no reason. They got old because they, they endured some stuff. Right. So you don't see, typically speaking, people coming to the aid of an officer, whether or not that's in a physical confrontation or something else, who are completely incapable of helping. Mm. Typically speaking, it's someone who has some confidence that they actually have something to bring to the to the party. Right, right. Um, so that that being said, you know now you have to think as the officer, how do I accept their help or tell them here's here's the best way you can help me is to just be over there for a minute. Right, right. Watch my back. Watch my back. Just do that hold up four fingers thing and watch the you know, be be a really good witness. Sure, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. Again, uh, grappling on the ground clearly a need uh, chasing someone. Um, I've been assisted by citizens uh, during foot chases. Uh, the best one was when um, an individual saw the chase coming his way, ducked into a doorway, and at the last second just gave the forearm shiver to the individual that I'm chasing and, you know, sent him, you know, X over tea kettle. And uh, I almost stopped and laughed before <laughs> putting the handcuffs on this guy. But yeah, no, the, the help is appreciated um, in situations. And some, again, I think, uh, unless the officer is clearly the underdog in a hand-to-hand -hand situation, um, take direction from the officer. Yeah. You know, and I've seen video of even the most simple of acts of when there's an officer involved in a struggle, confrontation, um, you know, the kind of the... the polyester pile kind of a situation on the street yeah the citizens actually only just keeping other people out yeah you just form a, a perimeter and make sure that someone else doesn't get involved and so sure. there's ways in which in the case that if you're a civilian and you're listening to this podcast and i know we have many um 
you know, think through the best way you can actually help. And sometimes just forming the perimeter or grabbing the officer's radio and calling for help, even though you don't really know how to do it. You can say, help me, help me, help me. I'm at main and third, you know, that that kind of deal. So kind of have in mind that there are ways in which a citizen can help that really doesn't involve putting yourself in jeopardy. Um, because as soon as you get involved in a ground struggle, there's always one firearm in that ground struggle and it's attached to the officer. Right. And a lot of bad things can happen from sure. that. Sure. I mean, the last thing you should do is pull out your phone and take a video. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and it's unfortunate that sometimes that's what we see. And those are the videos that we see right. of these officers getting help because three guys and gals rush in to help the officer. But that fourth person standing back trying to take a video that they think is going to get on CNN. Right. Um, so, yeah, tell us what you think about how to accept or how to encourage uh, interested assistants uh, to uh, to kind of stay back and stay out of it. Send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.